Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, Sharp Money, VSIN, the sports betting network right now. And this will be fascinating because Steve Fezzik, professional handicapper, pregame.com, Fezzik Sports with two Z's and a K on Twitter. He sent us a couple of bets. One, a tremendous number for tonight with the Chicago Bears. I won't give it away, I'll tease it a little bit. And then two, a tremendous approach to 49ers Philadelphia coming up next Sunday. We'll get to those in just a bit. Just want to welcome you back. I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, because we've got a bunch of great notes, but I think we should start here. A little chance to flex, Mr. Fezzik. This is incredible. Let's talk about what Circa Millions is and give you your props. You're 41, 15, and 3. You're, sec- you're sitting in second place in Circa Millions, 3 and 1 this week. And you also have Chicago catching three and a half tonight, but 41, 15 and three take a bow. Well, you know, it's just ridiculous. I'm running better than God pretty much when you have to, because you have to dodge raindrops throughout to it's like winning the main event with 5,000 other people to give an example of how ridiculous and ludicrous this is. Imagine you start 10 and 0, all right? That's a pretty good start. It's like, okay, from that point forward, you know, just pick a few more winners than losers. You should be in good shape. No. Pick 67% after starting 10 and 0, and that gets you second place. Not first, second. It's, um, I hate to say this, but realistically, this is, this is my last shot at something this big because it comes around once in a lifetime and here it is so let's hope uh hope let's hope knock on knock on the table that things continue well i'll just follow up quickly amal and just say the reason he brings it up is because of course fezzik has won the super contest twice and he always talks about how there were less obviously entries back then but this is circa millions do you guys know how many are involved in the contest this year Fifty three hundred. That's my exact guess. 5,300. 5,300, and you're sitting in second place. Uh, Amal, it's an incredible run right now. It truly is, because if you really look at it, 
Take, for example, this past week, you mentioned the favorites going, I think, what, 12 and 3 so far, Patrick? So now here's an yep. opportunity where they might wind up at 13 and 3 or 12 and 4. So a lot of people were probably going to play the favorites. You got to play a lot of the dogs in these situations, like Steve's on Chicago tonight. Uh, but I don't care how you slice it. 40, forget the three on the push. 41 and 15 is an absurd number. I mean, that is just insanity. What an impressive run Steve's had so far. To show how difficult it is, I looked back one of the years that I won the 2000 and. Uh, nine super contests, and there's like 300 people. I went 53, 30, and 31. So I, I was only 22 games above 500, and I won. Now I'm 26 games above 500, and, and we're only two-thirds of the way through the year, and I'm not even in first. It's just, it's so difficult to beat Mike Mattisau, former po uh, professional poker player. It ain't going to be easy to get all the chips. You got to beat 5,000 guys. You got to run really, really good. But Patrick, the other thing is to Steve's point, the one thing that's so challenging, and that's why I've always thought the contest should actually pay out more circa millions than Survivor because it's just a much harder situation, right? Like in Survivor, you've got to win one game against a non-spread, and the difficulty is you can't use a team twice. But Steve is on this incredible run. He could go three and two the rest of the way, which is incredible, 60%. And you might end up in 10th place. Like, you've got to go 4-1, and 5-0, and oh, 4. I mean, 3-1-1. One, and one. These are difficult things to be able to accomplish. And we're still talking over the next, what was this, week 12? So you got another seven weeks or six weeks to go. Excuse me. Yeah, if I went 3-2 and two the last, th from here on in, I'd actually be confident. A lot of depends how sure. much the, li the line moves win or lose. But I'd be confident I'd be top, actually top five, but I don't think I would win. Yes. If you were to win amongst 5,300 uh, 5, others in 2023, when everything's just exploding, you would have so much flex equity. If you know what I'm saying here, meaning you're a professional handicapper, you've been doing it, you're, you know, 25 years and you're one of the best to do it. So along with that comes a lot of responsibility, but it also, as you know, Steve, in this industry in particular, comes a lot of hate and second guessing. If you were to win this, <laughs> you could always just post that and say, okay, you didn't respect it when I went back to back in the super contest. How about this year? Well, the naysayers will, 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 will poke holes in it, and, and they do have one valid point. Certainly, they do this with Helmuth, and they're like, well, he's a he's a poker tournament player. He's not, you know, a top five in the world, you know, cash player. And you know what? It's hard to be top five in the world at everything. I'm perfectly happy if someone wants to say I'm a top five in the world contest player and maybe not a top five in the world uh, NFL better. I'd be good with that. First of all, the assertion that Helmuth isn't a great player because he's just great at tournaments is ridiculous. But, Steve, why do you think there's so much vitriol? And Patrick, uh, your thoughts as well. I get the jealousy factor. But why is there so much vitriol? When somebody makes nine picks, they win eight in a row, they lose the ninth one, they're the dumbest person in the world. My thing is go ahead and do it yourself. Don't worry about what anybody else is posting on social media if you're that much smarter than everybody else. I don't get it. Like me, I personally, I don't look at social. I don't worry about somebody else's picks. I don't criticize anybody else's pick. I have my own lane and I stay in that. I don't understand if Steve wins this contest or if he doesn't, why someone will come out and be just critical either way. I, I don't understand the vitriol that comes in this particular space with people making picks and trying to help out the general public. You know, I almost feel like, well, what is the movie? There was two magician movies that came out. One was The Prestige, and the other one, there was another magician movie, and, and, and they had this magician where they come out to, 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 to a guy, and they're like, we're going to arrest you for, like, you know, falsely saying you can make things appear and disappear, and he opens up his window and he yells, it's not real! <laughs> it's, it's just an illusion, and so I'd be the 
I'd be happy to go ahead and tell people I can no more no more hit 57% against widely available numbers in the NFL than I can speak Russian. I mean, I'm doing the very best I can with contest strategy and with everything else. Example, last Sunday in the NFL, no many best bets I gave my clients, zero on sides. Zero. That numbers are that tight. Um, but I have to pick five for the contest. So um, <laughs> That's the irony, Steve. If you and I will all remember somebody got on you for betting into stale contest lines, which is legitimately an impossible thing to do because everybody's betting the same numbers. Well, that's that's so. the beauty is we're all playing again against the same level level playing field. But you know, How I was, could I, they be stale? I was talking with Matt Humans and and and, and he, he asked me like in college, well, you know, who do I like? And I said, you know what, I, I really like LSU, and I personally laid ten, and we both agreed. You know, it's probably good up to minus eleven and a half. Of course, I'm I'm past posting that one game, but then bingo, LSU wins by twelve. And guess what? If you bet it early, you one. If you bet it very late, you won. If you bet it on, on Saturday, you know, early in the morning, you lost. So it, it, it's just getting the better of the number. Well, let's 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 start there because uh, I've been Steve, you've been helping and kind of a mentor to me for so many years. I went on with our buddy Andy Staples, who's one of the best at covering college football. And I started to sound like you because Steve, I, you would have been proud. I said, listen, I don't really care about the nuances of the games anymore. It's more about just hunting numbers. And we can talk about that with your Chicago Bears catching four and a half, which is a fantastic number. You've got them three and a half. And now all the value on Chicago sitting at three uh, is obviously gone. But it's just you, as you get more into the sport, maybe you can elucidate on this a little bit. It's it's more just about the number as opposed to you'll always say your famous thing is, I don't know anybody that plays on the team, but I don't need to. Yeah, I'm not sure what state the Vikings play in, but I'll tell you this. I, I'm confident in my power rating. They only have the Vikings as a zero. And people are like, oh, the Vikings are better than an average team. And I'm like, they weren't even better than an average team last year. And their two best offensive players don't play for them no more. So, um, I mean, I, they, I mean, JJ's injured and Cousins gone. And anyone who says Dobbs is better than, Coven, than Cousins, it's like, oh, Dobbs scored touchdowns on two plays. Cousins couldn't score touchdowns on. I agree 100%. And believe me, every single NFL general manager, if he had to have a quarterback next year for one year, would take Cousins over Dobbs for a reason. Cousins is a little bit better than Dobbs. Um, so because of that, I'm confident in my Vikings power rating being an average team, and I'm pretty confident that the Bears are about two points worse than an average team, and that lands me on this game being three, which means the Bears plus four and a half. It, it sounds like a trivial difference. No, it's an enormous bet. So I bet plus four. I bet four and a half um, against the Westgate. I bet the fours, and I even bet some three and a half. I took three and a half in the contest, and the people are like, oh, so Fez is on the Bears. No, the line is three, and right now, if you think you can make money, if you can just sit back, you know, have eat turkey for four days and just hear who Steve Fezzik tells you who he likes on a Monday night game two hours before kickoff, you're, you're delusional. I mean, the number is right. 95 out of 100 times. The best evidence I can give is that um, at Circa, they, they haven't done their discovery yet. Maximum bet $10,000 on NFL sides every game on Sunday. This game, you bet 100000 Do you think Jeff Sherman's just giving away 100000 to someone that, that has the right side? No, because you know what? The, the, the only argument I think at this point we can make is should the line be 3.2 or 2.8? It's not. It shouldn't be 3.5 right. and it shouldn't be 2.5. Now, I get it. After the game's over, we may well say, oh, the, line should, the Vikings should have been favored by 10 or the Bears should have been favored. That's different. 
different. That's after, that's even getting to our time machine. But right now, with all the information available, if I had to make a bet on a betting exchange, I'd play the Vikings minus three even money. Um, because on the betting exchange, that it's basically a no big three in each direction. Lay 101 It's gone through direction. the market manipulator, and it spit out the true number. Steve got four and a half. Can you explain how you got the four and a half to maybe just a new better? Yeah, so I what I do is I go through my box scores on Sunday night half um, after betting live all day, and I'm half vegetable. I update my power ratings. I plug it in, and then before I go to sleep, I take a look at what my numbers are and what the market numbers are, and I go ahead and, and fire against that. And the opening number in this game... Um, was four, and the week before on the look-ahead lines, it was four and a half, and I bet both of them. You know, you know real quick, I want to go back to the point Steve made about uh, making the wagers earlier. You know, Patrick, I bet Cincinnati at plus two against Buffalo before the line came out, and then Buffalo, I'm sorry, then the Bengals all of a sudden have a great showing, and they become a favorite at home, and it goes to, the, the look-ahead lines are so huge of an advantage. If you think the number is going to move one way or the other, I think that's so prudent in terms of betting. I don't think enough people do that, because the average person is just kind of betting Sunday morning for the Sunday afternoon games, and they should be looking at that. I, I know we're going to come back on the other side. Steve, I want to ask you a little bit about if you see a number at three, kind of gauging which way you think the number is going to go, it's, it's hard to get the number off from three down to two and a half. But I want to get into that a little bit when we come back. Sure. We shall do that. Wonderful. Uh, again, 41, 15, and three. Second place, Circa Millions. Let's cheer along our boy, Steve Fezzik. He's got plenty more to come on the other side. Steve Fezzik, pregame.com. Fezzik Sports on Twitter. Joins us on a Monday here on Sharp Money. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So, how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. Oracle.com slash strategic. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.
This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Guys, let's continue that thread a little bit. Steve Fezzik, Amal Shaw, let's talk about, you know, some of the same tenants when it comes to poker and sports betting and why so many poker pros who are absolutely prolific at poker then go donk off their money in sports betting. Let's talk about the delineation, but quickly, $60 all access through May 1st. It's the Black Friday special, which continues until, let's see, coming up on Thursday. So you have a couple of days, but might as well sign up right now. vcin.com slash subscribe. You get everything. So if Fezzik comes on the show and gives out a play, that goes on the sheet for the best bet. 60 bucks gives you everything through May 1st. So that goes through college football playoffs, NFL, and March Madness. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Dustin Sweetelson, Amal Shaw, Steve Fezzik, professional handicapper, sitting second in Circa Millions. Let's kind of continue that conversation. I said to you both as we got cut off there, I've, I just heard so many you know stories growing up about some of the most famous poker pros and again to be a poker pro you got to be a pretty bright human being in a multitude of ways steve we'll start with you here but then there's also obviously there's a penchant to like action right and a lot of poker pros have made a ton of money at the poker tables and then gone dead broke taking all those winnings and betting sports why do you think that is yes and before i do that i do want to address sign up for the vsin become a vip you know get, get lock it in right now and in order to help everybody win, because ultimately I want to help people, um, it's a little bit intimidating. You get all these reports, and it can be hundreds of pages. So if you're a busy man, you don't have any time, read who Steve Mackinnon likes. And, and, and oh. like, like, like literally, and, and kudos to him, I contacted Steve. And I'm like, any way I could like uh, get your article before you publish it? And, and it was like Wonka. It's like, that would be cheating, Steve. We've got to give it to everybody <laughs> at the same time. So I was unable to get the golden ticket information from Steve Mackinnon. Yeah, so that's a great plug because Mackinnon, Steve, his uh, research is so comprehensive and it's all involved in the package. That's a great job by you. Spot on. So I mean, every, but there's information to be gleamed from everybody, but if, if you think you're just going to take one VEASAN host and he has 12 best bets and you're going to bet all 12 of them and you're going to win, again, you're delusional. That's not how you're going to win. Um, but everyone could well have you know, really good information on any one game. Um, as far as the poker pros, the problem is I, winning a gambling is, is difficult. It's not easy. Having said that, it's really easy to win playing poker. And why, why do I say that? If you devoted the amount of time it would take you to become like a chess class A player, I'm not even talking a candidate master or a master, or the amount of time it might take to solve a Rubik's Cube, that's probably a good analogy. If you're good at math um, and, you, and you have to choose, become a winning poker player or learn how to solve a Rubik's Cube, it's probably about the same amount of time it's going to take. Now, a lot of this, it's boring because the way to start winning is read Ed Miller's winning at, at, at short, at, at small stakes, no limit poker, and you just got to be a rock and you got to basically fold, fold, fold fold and have your starting hands and set mine and some somebody raises an early position you call with your pocket sevens and a seven doesn't flop you just give it up and you don't make any moves and you don't bluff and i assure you if you're not winning i don't believe you i want to sit at your tables <laughs> playing friday night at the mgm grand at a one three or a two five game because I, I i don't believe anyone wouldn't win now people are like well why aren't you doing that fez why aren't you a professional poker because i could be a professional mcdonald's server also it doesn't mean you make a lot of money it just means you win. 
I think Sue brings up a ton of great points. Uh, you know, in terms of poker, I think the one difference, I always talk about this at the table, everyone talks about how a player plays. To me, it comes down to two things. Can you fold big hands? I think most players at, at a amateur level can't do it. They've got a certain hand, they've got three aces, and then they won't fold even though there's a one card straight out there and somebody makes a bet. In lower stakes, people just don't have the stones to be able to bluff at a very high level. So that's a pretty easy read in my estimation to be able to do. And then the other thing I don't think, Steve, people take into consideration and I say this all the time. What is your risk tolerance? Are you a person that's willing to gamble? I play a ton of hands pre-flop. I am willing to mix it up because I know my 4-5 or 3-5 or off, if I catch, I'm going to crack you because you're going to overplay a single pair. And I think a lot of it is based upon just what your style and your disposition are. I'm a naturally aggressive person, personality-wise. That's why way I play. And so you'll get people that will get frustrated and they'll call you. Patrick, the biggest thing is Steve brings up a great point. You can't get frustrated. You can't go on tilt. They call that in poker. And you talked about players. I'll give you a quick story Bellagio guy wins a tournament it was slightly over one million dollars he didn't make it out of the weekend before all million dollars was gone he got to the craps table and the blackjack table and it was all gone and and having said all this winning at poker again at the lower levels against the players you know playing a two five or less game most games it's relatively straightforward and easy and obviously if you play like an artist you and you play the three five of diamonds and, and you've got a big stack you could win a lot more money not just playing by the book and and i mean that's all it's all covered in all the poker books but winning at sports betting is much more difficult than playing black deck. That's why every sports better that plays poker wins. And almost every poker player, professional poker player that bets sports loses because they're going from an easy game, relatively easy game to win, to a difficult game. Why is sports so much difficult? Because whether you're betting $10, $100, or $10,000, you're basically getting almost the same lines. So think about that. So when you're playing poker and you're playing against the guys who are buying in for $300, it's so much easier than playing against guys that are buying in for 10,000. You know, I just want to add to what Steve said there, Patrick. What one of the best piece of advice I got Steve was there was a guy who was a very professional, I mean, prominent better, professional better, and he always used to say, the difference between me and everybody else is, he goes, I treat $100 like it's 100000 He goes, too many people are just like, well, this is game, Minnesota, uh, Chicago tonight. Lines three, three and a half, whatever it's currently sitting at, I'm just going to bet, like people would just bet it because they want action. He goes, no. He goes, if you don't love the play, he goes, why are you making the play? Outside of the day before and the day after the MLB All-Star game, there's 363 days a year in which you have opportunities. If you sit around and wait for your best play, and we used to say on college football, Saturday, if you just sit back, there will always be one team, Patrick, on a Saturday that's down in a situational spot. You know they're going to come back and make a push and you have an opportunity to take that. I just don't think enough people are disciplined in it to be successful at it. I don't think picking the winning bet on a weekend is that hard, but the question is, how do you respond after a loss? And, and we'll, we'll talk in the next segment. I do have a, a look-ahead line on, on a game that I really like. Um, I do want to address, there's been a fundamental change. I used to talk about pound NFL props. Yeah. That's where the big edge is. Don't bet, bet the sides. I'm sure there are those out there listening, and they're absolutely correct that they have a prop that has outstanding value tonight. I don't have one. I didn't have the time to, you know, to go through it because I've been betting freaking Todd Wishnev's college basketball live until you know 24-7, so I'm just a zombie. He's so good at it, you know, and we, and we share information, um, and Todd's doing very well with that but um the problem with these nfl props is that there are so many services out there that want to show a winning record so establish the run and the like so the second that DraftKings or fanduel puts up a bad number on a prop and i would put up bad numbers how are you going to price all this stuff correctly they get austin eckler you know priced wrong boom they release it and it moves 10 yards and then there's no value anymore so 
if you're a prop player, I would say the NBA props. I don't know anyone out there that's focusing on NBA props, which I am not personally focusing on, so bad for me. Um, everyone is winning that's playing NBA props. I mean, like, like Lear, I talked to my buddy, the Hitman at Hitman428, and he's he's like, yeah, there's complete dumbos that are like winning on the NBA props because the, the books have no idea what they're doing. They're so distracted with football. Uh, there we go, right? And Talk to me, dear. Steve, all I do is wait for injury reports and to try to get ahead of some of them. And I look up when certain players are out, how other players benefit from having more of a run, more opportunities, more minutes, what stats they tend to do well in in the past, or similar players in, in, in the roles coming off the bench that could potentially get more, more time on the floor. And I just attack it that way. For example, tonight, Reggie Jackson. I'm on his over points, rebounds, and assists. And, of course, Reggie Jackson plays for, this is my pet peeve, I'm always so a fifth grader can understand it. The Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets, Reggie Jackson. Here's why. One, Jamal Murray's out. Two, Aaron Gordon is out. Nikola Jokic is questionable. It jumped, I believe, from 20 and a half to 22 and a half in about 12 hours. Leads me to believe that Jokic is really questionable. That means more assist opportunities for Jackson, more points opportunities, because he's be running with a scrub squad out oh, there. Yeah, so, so Dustin is, is, is telling you how to win here. He's basically saying, hey, no one's paying attention to, and this is like a, pre, a premier NBA team. This is, yes. I mean, imagine if you were like focused on a garbage NBA team, you know, with situations like this, because they're still putting props up. But but really, Vegas, the Vegas dinosaurs just would prefer not to do that work at all. If you're, you, you, There's no books you can bet these props in Vegas. You have to be on the East Coast and playing DraftKings or FanDuel, etc. Just to kind of follow up on Dustin's point, I mentioned the anticipation of a line move on the look ahead lines that you will wager on. In terms of the NFL, kind of explain to people how you look at a number. You'll see it at, say, three and a half, whether it's going to go to four or potentially three. What's your anticipation kind of determining what the market's going to do? And that's how you made that Vikings bet at four and a half because you knew the number would come down. Yeah, so I have my power ratings and they're not infallible. Um, and there always could be injuries I'm unaware of, but that's my starting point sure. on any one game. It doesn't figure in matchups and the like. I'll use an example where my power ratings pointed me just a little bit to the Rams last week, and then the Rams have now have a good running back instead of no running back, and then the Rams are, you know, with the, with the receivers healthy now, are a much better team than what they were two weeks ago. So I just had, my I, I, I have to bump up my Rams power rating, and ultimately, that was a great game to get in front of, because the Rams started out at plus one, rare example where they closed minus three, and if we got back on our time machine, what would we make that game if, if they, against Arizona if they played again this week. I mean, I think we'd make the Rams, you know, probably a four-point favorite, right? And probably it might even be short. When we come back, we're going to get out in front of a line move. You've already sent the bet slip, so we know you bet it. It's a marquee matchup coming up next week. Okay, this is an important one. I think this is going to be a really good game to use as a teaching tool. And that's with Steve Fezzik when we come back. It's VSIN, the Esports Betting Network. This is Sharp Money. is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, just a minute to tell you about Zen. We're always uh, debating what a team needs to go to number one, but Zen nicotine pouches are already there. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. You can find your Zen at your local convenience store or online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. As a warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Amal Shah, Dustin Sweetelson, 
Ben hanging out. Right in the middle there is Steve Fezzik, one of the best professional handicappers around. My name is Patrick Maher. We'll get to San Francisco and Philadelphia in just a second. I did want to just put a bow because we were discussing why so many poker pros and poker players will then go and lose a ton of money in sports betting. Because you would think that, you know, you know, betting itself, a lot of the same attributes or qualities would lend themselves to you being successful. Well, it brings me just to kind of wrap this up, Steve. If you were a, I don't know, a, a planner for your life, a, a vacation planner, you would probably have to be detail oriented, like a fastidious person, right? The vocation that you have, which is a sports better, I think what makes you great at it is you're able to disassociate. Like Amal said, you don't want to be chasing. You don't want to be chasing money. You don't want to be chasing bad numbers. You got to disassociate. What else would you say? Because you're kind of an eccentric person. So I'm curious what you think the attributes or some of those tendencies make up a good sports better. You should know the uh, weaknesses of every sports book. You should have access to all of them and play. And, you know, use an example. If you if you like playing the favorites on the money line, DraftKings is your book live because typically DraftKings will deal a lower money line than what their competitors will. So if you see like the Rams kicking butt and they're suddenly laying six and a half, you're going to have to lay like minus 315 at some books, but you might get a minus 280 at DraftKings. I know that sounds ridiculous to be laying minus 280. It was a great bet this past, you know, Sunday live wagering. Um, there's some books that are still dealing uh, Four-team, six-point NFL teasers at minus 100. Obviously, that's the same. I'm sorry, at three to one. Correction. At three to one, that's the same as a two-team teaser at even money. So a two-team, six-point NFL teaser at even money is phenomenal. So a three to one is phenomenal um, uh, because you're doubling your payout twice. So no the book you're playing against and where they're most likely to go ahead and offer something that's extremely attractive. And I could like run down the table like at the South Point. The South Point deals lines two and a half, three, three and a half. They don't put VIGs on their money lines. So you get a game like tonight and it's lined at three. Well, the South Point's not going to do you any good. But you get a game like the Eagles game. Guess what? The lines opens at three and a half Buffalo. Then it goes to three and a quarter. And you can still get three and a half on Buffalo. And then it goes to three. And then it goes to two and three quarters. And you can get the Eagles when they flip it down to minus two and a half late minus two and a half, late a dollar ten. Um, now, needless to say, the South Point got annihilated on that game because they got they didn't just get sided; they got middled and sided. So that's an example where if you pushed on that game, you did you, you you're doing everything wrong. If you bet on Buffalo, you won. If you bet on the Eagles, you won. I, I, I understand earlier in the week, maybe you had some Eagles minus three and you could have pushed. But there's no way you could have made a bet on that game and lost on the side. If you told me you lost by betting that game, you just go play poker. Go do something else because they, those are the games that the pros all win on. You know, uh, the other thing, Steve, you brought up a really good point, which is when you look at these numbers during the week, Patrick, there's so many opportunities that people don't jump on. Steve does it all the time, right? He's making the bets on Monday or Tuesday. Kind of have to identify these games early on, Steve. And you get the numbers. You generally have a pretty good idea which way it's going to move. Yeah. And, and by the way, I, I know I'm pass posting a lot. So let me try not to pass post, but I'm still doing a little pass post. But um, San Fran is playing Philadelphia. All right. So anyone that's been following the NFL knows what happened. They played in the playoffs last year and uh, San Fran's quarterback got hurt. So they didn't have a quarterback. And basically they put their hurt guy back in and he couldn't throw a forward pass and they got crushed. So it's like a huge revenge game for the 49ers. 
almost everyone who does power ratings has the 49ers the best team in the NFL right now. A good three points. Some will be having three and a half better, some two and a half better than the Eagles. I understand the Eagles have the better record. If I just did nothing but look at like what the standings are, then wouldn't that be swell and I could just rank them power rating wise based upon those records. But the Niners are a good three points better and the Niners have uh, 10 days to prepare and the Eagles just won a game in overtime and they've had a gauntlet schedule of five straight really tough games and they keep winning phony wins like the game against Kansas City. This game completely sets up for the Niners to win this game. So I bet the Niners minus one, minus one half, minus 125. I gave it out to my clients. I know it's up to minus two and a half, but this isn't a game where don't lay three on this game. It's, it's too high at minus three to have a tangible advantage. Anything less than minus three, minus two and a half or less, which I know you can still get, uh, the Niners is absolutely a, a bet. Love it. And so, again, you got one and a half, and I'm just looking at the market right now. Let's see. It'd just be fun. Where do you think that number ends up closing? I see two and a halfs now. I think three. It, 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 and part of the reason is that the you can make no case to no professional better is ever going to say I want the Eagles plus two and give me the Eagles that exhausted Eagles team um, against the Niners team that's the best in the NFL and I'll take two and a half um, it, it simply has to go to three so get in front of it lay the two and a half and then but if you if full disclosure already you're late to the party because nothing has changed now versus last night at 10 p.m. the only thing that's changed in this game is that now you're laying two and a half instead of one and a half but you know what the reason I bring that up is two is the one of the deadest numbers in the NFL. So I hate to do that. And I personally, in my pocket, I do have some minus one and some minus, you know, 120. Um, but I laid one half and, and full disclosure, I even laid a two this morning um, before I came on. So I, if, if I was willing to lay minus two and I've already bet like the value of, of, of a, a decently valued used car um, at minus one and minus one and a half, uh, that means I think the line should be three. And so get in front of it, lay the two and a half, figure out what to do with it. Once it goes to three, and heck, you, you might get plus three, like lay a dollar five if you wait and you like filling this game because I'm not infallible. I'm sure there'll be some people that will like the Eagles saying, how, how can a team with only one loss be getting three at home? In terms of that, so perfect example with this game, your anticipation is that it'll get up to three in this particular matchup simply because everybody's got or the professionals have the 49ers power rated higher. Um, but when you have a situation like this, you mentioned it. Just explain to people why if you're betting the Eagles, there's no reason to bet it yet. Yeah, so there's asymmetric risk yeah. here. So um, in general, teasers are a different thing, but like it, it is rarely correct to bet a plus two and a half, a plus six and a half, and a plus nine and a half. What are you, what are you worried? Let me use the nine and a half and the two and a half. What are you worried about? Oh, the line might drop down to two. Who cares if you bet plus two and a half or plus two? Who cares if you bet plus nine and a half versus betting plus nine? Um, but if you bet plus two and a half and the game goes to three, you just feel like the world's biggest dummy of all time. And I'll use an example. If you bet the Vikings minus three and a half, how stupid do you feel? Were you really that worried? So what if it had gone to four? You could lay four, lay three and a half. It's not that big of a difference. Every half point matters. But the difference between laying three and a half and laying three is like the difference between shooting a bullet and throwing it. You can do a lot more damage, you know, shooting it when, when you're playing in minus three. And heck, I make the case with the Vikings. Now you're getting minus three at like minus 101 on betting exchanges. And you know what? If there's a Big betting exchanges, even if you don't have access to it, if you look at a betting exchange like Profit on the, in New Jersey, and if you were in New Jersey and you could lay three, lay one one, and you're like, but I can make money lay three minus a dollar ten. Again, you're just delusional. If if it was that good. 
put a man in New Jersey to be laying, you know, these attractive numbers and you'll you'll very rapidly become rich. I want to share with you guys, how rich will you become? Let's say you can hit 60%, but you only have to make one bet a day, your best bet of the day. And let's assume you could hit 60%, which you can't, no one in the world can. Props, yes, but not, not against sides or totals in the NBA, NFL. But if you could, Let's say you start with a thousand bucks. Instead of buying a couch, you decide to invest in sports. You take that thousand dollars and you invest 10% of your bankroll each and every day on your best bet. And you hit 60% for five years. So you go 1,200 and 800 over a five year period, continually investing your um, 10% of your bankroll. That $1,000, believe it or not, the power of compounding will grow to $1 billion. Billion dollars. Now I understand once you got to like $10 million, it'd be hard to get anything, you know, all the volume down. And so once you become a, mo- a millionaire, it's going to be difficult to keep these returns going. But the point is, that doesn't prove that no one can do it in the world, but it shows just how much money is to be made. And the order of the wins and losses is irrelevant. It does not matter. If you hit 60% over five years, 1,000 turns into a billion, betting an insane, a normally insane, 10% of bankroll on each play. I like that return on investment. Steve, don't you find don't you find it fascinating how you can tell the longer somebody's been betting and the longer and you know kind of the knowledge they have about this when they start they start off they go I hit 65% of my bets and then a couple of years later they'll be like no I'm hitting 60% of my bets and then a couple of years later they're like look all I'm trying to do is hit 56% meaning they start to sharpen up on what it actually takes to profit and how it's impossible to hit anything 60 and above yeah and all these new content providers it's amazing guys that have never bet they've never bet they're, they they've been providing content for a year and a half and they're like well I have a new system and I'm convinced I can hit 57% and they have one year they hit 62 and they think that they're like, you know, suddenly they, they, they've cracked the code that these these guys that have been doing this for a living for 20 years, somehow we're all dumbos and dinosaurs and we could never figure any of this stuff out. And that's why we're just, you know, mired in mediocrity. And the truth is that, like, if you can hit 54% with a lot of volume in NBA sides and NFL sides where the limits are really high, um, you should become a millionaire and it won't take you all that long. And guess what? Um... If you don't become a millionaire, you're hitting 54% with a high volume. You're pretty incompetent when it comes to how you're actually betting stuff. And guess what? It's really, really hard to hit that 54%. And sometimes the um, the limits are on, on games that are moving. You only get it one or two places, and that goes off the board before your number's gone. Don't go anywhere, Steve, because I want to ask you uh, about college basketball betting. We'll get the final plays for tonight. And also, Steve's newest discovery in all of Las Vegas. I think he discovered it over the weekend. We'll get to that coming up next with professional handicapper Steve Fezzik. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. 
Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, bet $5, get $150 in bonus bets instantly for new customers at DraftKings when you use the promo code SHARP, S-H-A-R-P. Again, 5 bucks. how about tonight, Monday Night Football? 5 bucks gets you $150 in bonus bets instantly using that promo code SHARP every day at DraftKings and no sweat, same game parlay for all bettors. DraftKings, the crown is yours. I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. There's Steve Fezzik on a Monday. Thrilled to have him. I'm Patrick Maher. Well, look, why don't we do that shout out? Because you can talk about college basketball betting, and I believe you were going to talk about Todd Wishnev there. And you also mentioned in your notes, you, you said I would say 75% of my bets, even on a Sunday, are college basketball live bets. Yeah, so I love Todd Wishnev. Um, it's, so it's, I think it's at T Wishnev on, um, tw- on X tw- slash Twitter. And, you know, it's interesting. People have difficulty distinguishing between the fakes and the reals in terms of guys that actually win betting and know what they're doing. Um, just a little hint, if a guy's running around in a Lambo and he has a big billboard talking about he's, how he's the greatest better of all time, he's probably not any good because the greatest betters of all time probably aren't advertising that they're the greatest betters of all time because they don't want to get barred and they want people to keep taking their action. Um, and they're probably not like, like haven't want to be bothered with like pretty women bothering them as they're betting. And Todd Wishnev is the epitome of like a true professional better where Todd will be in his sweats and his mom's cork attic banging away, um, playing on live betting, and he gets it. He, he's like, why would anybody bet before the game started? You don't know what, the, what what's going to happen. You know, there was there was one game on Saturday, and I think it landed like 200 points. Jamal, you probably know which one it was. It was I don't know if it was a North Carolina game that was just like a track beat back and forth the entire game. And like literally, he's like four minutes in, he's like, yep. We're going over, and the and the marketplace is what it becomes. Um, the odds makers look at what the pre-flop total was, and if it was like 150, they're like, okay, we're four minutes in, so there should have been 14 points. So we're going to take you know 150 minus 14. We're going to add 136 to whatever number the points scored are. And it's like no, the pace is like 25% faster than what we expected. You're going to have to jack that up considerably. And Todd is like the master at that, taking advantage also things like how many team fouls both um, teams have and what the early pace has been and how well they've been shooting, etc. I think Steve brings up a, uh, just a multitude of great points when you look at college basketball. Perfect example yesterday, Iowa State, Texas A&M. Iowa State's a two-and-a-half point favorite. Total was 134. Game ends up at around 142. But you could see they were calling some fouls. A&M was struggling shooting the basketball. They get behind 35-14. You could have gotten A&M plus 17-and-a-half, plus 18-and-a-half. They come back and win the basketball game outright. Patrick, college basketball, especially in those games where they're going to be pretty close, where you've got a spread of three, four, five, doesn't mean that you're not going to have have a game where somebody just absolutely crushes and lays an egg. But in a neutral site game, teams tend to make runs. It tends to be more competitive. And that's the one thing pay attention to right now in November and December when betting college hoops. A lot of these games where the location is. You might see, for example, Middle Tennessee taking on Ohio. Well, you're thinking it's at the Convocation Center in Athens. Well, it's not. It's a neutral site game. Pay attention to those things. But Steve's right. The in-game, the in-play opportunity 
if you're paying attention to the pace of play, how it's being officiated, all is a determining factor in whether you're going to take a particular side or you might go over or under on a total. Yeah, one of my favorite things to do, Patrick, is that if you've got two teams that are just going into the bonus early, so there's yeah. been like six fouls each, and it's not even high scoring, but it, it just makes sense. It's like, and Alan Iverson used to be the king of this. He'd wait till his team got in the bonus, and then he'd drive to the lane knowing that if he got hacked, he got to go to the free throw line, and it, it just makes sense that those possessions, once you're in the bonus, it um, it gives more of an advantageous um, situation for players to drive the lane and try to get fouled knowing they're going to head right to the free throw line. Beautiful and great information. Uh, big guy, you've got breaking news here, NBA-wise? Well, if you were listening when we discussed the Reggie Jackson prop, I hope you bet it then because Nikola Jokic has been ruled out for tonight and his combo play on DraftKings moved from 22.5 to 25.5. On Reggie. On Reggie. Another thing, revenge spot here, right? He used to be with the Clippers, gets yep. traded away. Great opportunity. Dustin got it at five points better than what the number's at now. Three, three. Uh, 22 yeah. to 22. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I saw it first at 20. Okay. Was thinking. Then it moved to 22 and a half. Went, you know what? This is the right move. Saw that Jokic was still questionable, not officially out. I bet it. Ruled out. Jumps up from 22 and a half to 25 and This a half. is the points, rebounds, assists? Yes. Uh, the P, do you call that PRA or combined? I call it combined. I think we should have a, a, a name for it. Like, like, like you got that first inning run, you know? Oh, yeah. Nerfy Yerfy? You got the Nerfy Yerfy. I think we have to have a PRA and, and, and ARP, assists, rebounds, and points. And ARP. Let's call it ARP. ARP. <laughs> right? What do you well, guys think? Well, I don't hate it. And, and good fortune there. Or a rap. So, again, call it a rap. Just, just, just to restate, you, the number move from what to what on whom? Reggie Jackson, I saw this morning, was listed, I believe, at 20 and a half. Points. Who does he play for? The Denver He's, Nuggets. Come on, I was just... I, I, was, no, I, I saw you there. <laughs> Denver Nuggets point guard, Reggie Jackson. He plays for there the Denver go. Nuggets in Denver. They're in the mountains. Uh, <laughs> they won the championship a year ago. Uh... His point, his points, rebounds, assist number was set at about 20 and a half, I believe, this morning when I first looked. I was thinking about betting it because Nikola Jokic was questionable. It moved to 22 and a half before he was ruled out. I bet it. He was then ruled out. It's now jumped to 25 and a half. And that's the sort of thing, too, where you're looking for the stale lines in some of the books. And who knows? Maybe um, Mr. Reggie Jackson, who plays for the Denver Nuggets, um, NBA champion, maybe like a book would put light like, you know, who's going to have more raps or arps, if you will, Reggie Jackson against somebody else. And obviously yeah. um, he just went from minus 110 in those matchups to like minus 190 based upon this latest news. So what's interesting is, and, and you mentioned, and we sh and we saw the betting slip, so we know it's true. You got look ahead. You got Chicago catching four and a half tonight. What you said during the break, maybe a bet it would help a new better understand. You're like, I don't really have anything on the side or total here. I guess if I were had to bet a side right now, I think I'd lay Minnesota three. That is the distinction, right? That's that. That's a wonderful way of explaining the difference there and getting the better of the number. Well, I made I actually made the line three point two, which means I lean a little bit to Minnesota. So. So I am going to probably be looking at, at betting exchanges and maybe get up get a piece of, of Minnesota minus three, but there's no way I'd lay minus a dollar ten. I gotta get at Minnesota like minus three, minus one oh three. It's kinda like that old TV show, The A Team, remember that with Mr. T? And it's like well, how do you get a minus three, minus one oh three? Well if you if you know where to find them, you know, if you know the guys <laughs> and where to find them, then then you too can get the A team vig. Yes. I, I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> 
What you talking about, Pit, fool? Pity to Poe fool, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that the same one? Oh, yeah. I used to love Mr. T. You're not putting uh, me in that plane with that crazy Murdoch. <laughs> Pity to Poe fool. All right, boys. Anything else? Uh, big guy, I know you got some props for this Monday night game tonight. Yeah, look, it's been juiced up a ton, but I do like DJ Moore over his receptions. Uh, I believe it was three and a half, four and a half when I got it. I'll double check that for you. Also really like Ty Chandler. I think Ty Chandler is going to be really involved in this game. When you look at how uh, Chicago defends running backs, they allow the most receiving yards to running backs. They allow the third most receptions. I think Chandler over one and a half receptions and over 46 and a half combined rushing and receiving is a viable play. DJ Moore, I got it four and a half minus 130. Let me ask you, you may not know the answer. So I love from prop betting, I love quarterback changes because different quarterbacks have different um, yes. guys that they're looking for. So does Dobbs go more to Chandler than, than than we saw with Cousins? No, it's that uh, so Chandler's a running back, and he's more involved in the passing game than Madison is, who's their number one back. And because the Bears def- are so poor at defending running backs catching the ball, I think he's going to get more opportunities tonight. And But to your point, Justin Fields does target DJ Moore more when he's in the lineup versus Tyson Bajan. There, there you go. So so I, well, you love changes. You hate it when there's the same quarterback each and every week, and then you could look at the matchups and still have edges. But um, whenever you have a situation where a, a quarterback prefers a certain quarterback prefers a guy and you start seeing a usage go up when there's a new quarterback like a DJ Moore uh, absolutely that can be cold love it I got one play tonight college basketball Elon Phoenix taking on Presbyterian in Elon North Carolina over 144 and a half about 145 right now both teams averaging about 77 points a game should be a little bit higher tempo the one thing that I would just point out real quickly if you're new to college hoops and you want to look at teams I'm a big fan of three-point field goal percentages and three-point field goal percentage defense both teams shooting better than 37 percent from beyond the three-point line this year so far uh, what's the point spread on that game uh, three and a half in favor of Elon okay I if I may make a suggestion yeah. You might consider making part of your bet with um, Elon parlayed to the over. It's a nice correlation. It's kind of a hidden correlation. The idea being that if Elon should win this game by, say, 5 to 10 points, you're going to be situated where you're going to get a foul fest at the end of the game. But if Elon is only up by 1 or 2 or trailing by 1, 2, 3, it's a tight game, and then you're not going to get the foul fest in the final 5 minutes. So pros do absolutely take advantage of the. It doesn't work in the NBA because the 24-second clock, but in college, thinking about the foul fest and how it's going to impact the late game scoring. It's a great point by Steve there. I remember the, when I listened to those CDs back in the day, the, the, the correlative conversation that you and your buddy were having um, across all sports, actually, Steve, with correlation betting. Yeah. So the reason you, you don't parlay just to parlay like two different games, you parlay to circumvent limits, you parlay to get better numbers like promos and the like, and you parlay with um, correlations to uh, go ahead and take advantage. Like the extreme examples, the Northeasters blowing up the East Coast and you're playing every game in New York and, and Washington, D.C. and Maryland to go under that's being played outside. Steve, thank you very much for the full hour. Keep it rolling in Circa Millions as well, my friend. We'll be watching along tonight. Remember, he's got the Bears catching three and a half. Amal, have a good one. Big guy, have a good one as well. We'll see you tomorrow here on Sharp Money. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. 
Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.